The elderly man sipped his coffee from the tumbler and spoke with deep conviction about a wide range of matters related to coffee, additionally emphasizing each of his sentences to underline his knowledge and authority. Is coffee just another product? No, sir. Is coffee just a thirst quencher? No, sir. Is coffee merely an experience in a restaurant? Again, no, sir, I tell you. Coffee is religion, nothing less. It's sacred, it has beautiful rituals, it cleanses our mind and it makes our hearts dance. Beautiful rituals, sir, of selecting the beans, making the blend, roasting the coffee, powdering it fresh for the day's filter coffee, rituals of visiting the neighboring coffee works, small shops that grind this powder for us with such love and care. These shops know their coffee very well, they roast and grind it to such perfect color and shape. And then finally, the aroma diffuses in your kitchen at the break of dawn as the coffee drips into the filter. I tell you, sir, coffee is as glorious as the rising sun. What we're drinking now is the finest filter coffee. But don't make the common mistake, sir, all filter coffee is not the same. This is Coimathor-style filter coffee. Although every city around here that is worth its weight in coffee beans has its own style of making coffee. Oh yes, you will find Madras filter coffee, Mysore filter coffee and even Kumbakonam degree coffee. Rahul and Neha were struck by the reference to degree coffee. What is degree coffee, asked Neha. What is degree coffee you want to know, madam? I will tell you. It is very high quality coffee. Fresh milk of the highest degree of purity is used in the very first decoction of the brew that gives you the best flavor by far. I tell you, madam, this is like coffee that has earned its PhD degree. That's why it's degree coffee. Then Rahul asked the man a question about chicory and coffee, something he had always wanted to know. The old man responded with renewed passion. And then he went on to say, coffee elevates music. Listen to pure classical mu music over a hot cup of coffee, I tell you, sir. That experience is magical. I have done it several times, so I can tell you from experience, the music has revealed itself to me through coffee in very special ways. And why does this hotel serve the world's best coffee? Now, you'll need to read the book to understand which this is, which hotel this is. It's because of their unique blend and secret roasting recipe, passed on from father to son. The owner will never re reveal it to anyone. You have to taste this coffee at least once in a while to make your life worthwhile. Like a pilgrimage, sir. A coffee pilgrimage. At the end of an hour, the elderly man thanked Rahul and Neha for the coffee and left as silently as he had arrived. Rahul then showed Neha the four words written on the back of the paper. And Neha found herself strangely excited once again. So Harish, welcome to Jaipur Bites, the JLF podcast. We are here at the Diggy Palace, right next to the front lawn. A session is going on behind us. I believe it is your first time at the festival. So what I would like to start with is first, what did it feel like when you entered the Diggy Palace today? Thank you, Lakshya, for having me here on Jaipur Bites. What it felt like was stepping into ambience and atmosphere that was all about books, thoughts, and ideas. Uh, the moment I got in, there were two sessions happening on both sides of me, uh, and I could hear authors speaking, people clapping, and I think a play of uh, words and intellect on the dais. What wonderful atmosphere it is to be here at Diggy Palace. I've heard so much about it, and it's truly a privilege to be at JLF this year. 
So the thing the audience just heard from the ep this, in this episode earlier was a reading from your new book. Tell us the name of the book and what is the reading in reference to? So my new book is called An Extreme Love of Coffee and it is all about coffee. It's all about coffee and magic, adventure and a streak of romance. It's about a young couple, Rahul and Neha, as they pursue their dreams through the world of coffee. Uh, what you just heard as a reading was when this young couple go to Coimbatore in the south of India in search of a coffee treasure. Uh, and they meet an old man there who is a coffee fanatic himself, obsessed with coffee like I am and like Rahul is. And he tells them about his love for coffee and how coffee is a religion. Uh, and then at the end, as you can see, Rahul shows Neha a piece of paper and shows her what's going to happen next. But that is part of the adventure and I don't really want to spill the beans here. So, 30 years in branding and marketing is, is, your, is your day job, basically. And you are the chairman of Tata Coffee. You are the brand custodian of Tata. I would, Tata Sons, I would like to know what exactly is a brand custodian? A brand custodian, you know, the word custodian is someone who protects and nurtures. The Tata brand in India is 152 years of age. We were founded in the year 1868 by Jamshedji Tata, who is often called the father of Indian industry. Um, and this brand, over the years, has developed a certain set of values. We were established by Jamshedji Tata as a business organization that keeps the community center stage, which gives back to the community, but at the same time is pioneering and establishes new industries which are good for the nation and good for the community. I believe the Tata Group has done that over the past 150 years. And that idea of the brand, those values of the brand, need to be safeguarded and strengthened for the future. Uh, also, there are multiple companies which use the Tata brand. And we have to ensure that the usage of the brand is uniform, consistent, and pays tribute to the core idea of the brand. So that is the scope of the brand custodian's role. And it's such a privilege uh, to be a custodian for what is the country's most valuable brand in the private corporate sector, um, and a brand which I think truly belongs to India. So let's talk about coffee as from a business point of view first. What is coffee in India? How big has the industry gotten since you have been uh, working See, here? coffee has been growing by leaps and bounds in India. Traditionally, coffee is a beverage which has been enjoyed in the south of this country for many, many decades. And the south of India enjoys what is called South Indian filter coffee, uh, roast and ground coffee, um, which is then made in a nice brass or steel filter. Um, if you, you get it these days across the country, but if you come to Chennai or Bangalore uh, or Coimbatore, you will enjoy beautiful South Indian filter coffee. Today, of course, with instant coffee coming in, um, the coffee habit is spread across the country. And in more recent days, with cafes coming into the country, Cafe Coffee Days, Starbucks, Costa, um, I think the, uh, out, shall I say, the outdoor coffee habit, where you go to a cafe, to enjoy your favorite cup of coffee. That's become very, very popular now. I'm associated with the Starbucks brand. I'm a director of Tata Starbucks. And it's amazing to see how much 
people love coming to Starbucks across the country mm -hmm. and enjoying their favorite Americano or espresso. So, you, I, I think I think it says on the book it's India's first coffee novel. How that is true. This, uh, given that you'd been working in, with with Tata Starbucks, with Tata Coffee. Was this a natural progression that you would one day want to write a, a fictional story set in the world of coffee? You know, I'm very passionate about coffee personally. I love my coffee. My early morning coffee ritual where I, I buy my own coffee beans, I get them powdered, I make my own filter coffee in the morning, either using a South Indian filter or a mocha pot. Um, and I love the multiple myriad aromas and flavors that coffee gives you. It's one of those luxuries of life, like wine or cheese, that every person should pursue. Um, so I thought to myself, why don't I celebrate this beverage? And then I thought to myself, India has so many wonderful flavors of coffee. If you look at the Indian Arabicas, the Indian Robustas from Kurg, the coffees from Araku Valley, the Monsoon Malabar coffees, India has so many varieties of coffee. We have truly a wonderful coffee heritage um, and it needs to be celebrated. And I said, what better way to celebrate this than through a nice story like the extreme love of coffee? Mm -hmm. A nice story which brings out all the aromas of coffee where every page breathes the aromas of coffee. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to celebrate Indian coffee and tell every young person in this country who reads this book that we have rich coffee heritage. Go out there and enjoy all the Indian coffees. This book will tell you so much about those coffees, but it will tell you those uh, things about coffee through a wonderful, exciting adventure story. So, given that you are a marketer and you just know how people consume content, consume products. I, I read on, on your very active on LinkedIn, you, you share uh, several articles about business. You wrote about how this novel is, is a marketer's novel because you, I think you mentioned that you made the story have a lot of travel in it because there was a customer survey that Indians yeah. like 38% so, or something so you like know, traveling. So, you know, an extreme love of coffee is a novel written for everyone who is young at heart. And my own, you can call it research, survey, interactions with people who are young at heart tell me that they love coffee, they love travel, and if you have travel with a hint of romance, they love it even better, right. they love adventure, and this is all about, this age is all about experiences. And travel and adventure, uh, believe me, has all the experiences that you want to uh, get out of life. Mm -hmm. uh, so those are some insights that I used. So this book, the essence of the book is coffee, but there is a lot of travel in it, right from the coffee plantations of Kurg to graveyards in Japan, um, which I'm sure people will want to visit after reading this book. Right. Uh, and there's a lot of adventure in it, and there's a streak of romance in it. Now with all that, uh, the reviews I've got, the initial reviews I've got for this book is uh, it's working so well because it's a light story full of travel, adventure and coffee and people have actually said I've read this book the moment I put it down I've headed out and had my next cup of coffee <laughs> and lots of people have told me I've read this book and after I've read An Extreme Love of Coffee I'm just about going to book my next visit to Kurg mm -hmm. to see the coffee plantations. That I think is the battle half won. If people are motivated and inspired to do that, they will learn a lot about Indian coffee when they read this book, apart from enjoying a wonderful story. 
So this is your first fiction novel. You've written two non-fiction books before. What was some of the challenges that you were excited about and what were some of the things that you weren't really sure how to handle when you when you set out on this path? Yeah. So, you know, uh, my earlier books, Tatalog and A Curious Marketer, were really born from my background with the Tata Group and all the work I have done in building brands like Tata Tea and Tanishk and Fast Track and Sonata. When I found that when you write fiction, it's very, very important to immerse yourself in the plot and the characters. You have to live the characters. So this book, this story is about two young characters, Rahul and Neha. And for the eight months that I was writing the story, I had to immerse myself in their characters and think like they would think. Um, that's not required when you write a book on marketing, right. which is far more factual, uh, which is far more analytical. Uh, the second thing I found which was exciting and challenging, fiction is a play of imagination. You're like a dictator when you're writing a novel. You can make the story go whichever way you want and it's driven only by your imagination. So I had to, I had to ensure that I did a certain amount of research uh, so that all the facts about coffee I was saying were right but the rest of the book was completely open to imagination and out of that imagination have come characters like a ghost, a coffee ghost who features in this book. Um, and he's, he's very excited about coffee. Uh, he's the only ghost in the world I know who always sits with a steaming cup of uh, coffee in his hands and he plays a critical part in, uh, in what he does with Rahul and Neha in the story. But that's for readers to find out mm -hmm. when they read An Extreme Love of Coffee. So I would say imagination was exciting, uh, making the story flow the way I wanted was exciting, uh, getting into the skins of the characters Rahul and Neha was exciting and I think weaving the plot together. Um, making sure that the plot flowed very seamlessly, particularly because it's an adventure and a treasure hunt. Uh, that was also very exciting, but it took time. Sometimes I ran into a writer's block and then in most cases I think a good cup of coffee helped me get over that. Well, Harish, thank you for uh, coming on our show. I know the, the book is already out. It is on Amazon, an extreme love of coffee. And for people who are listening to this, at the Jaipur Literature Festival. If you're planning to attend, your session is on Sunday, January 26th at what time? At 1.40 in the afternoon. At 1.40 p.m. in the afternoon. Good luck with your session and I, I hope you enjoy the festival. Thank you, Laksha, and I hope everyone listening to the show decides to pick up a copy of An Extreme Love of Coffee and I hope you thoroughly enjoy the book, hopefully over a nice steaming cup of coffee. Thank you for listening to Jaipur Bites. If you like this episode, please subscribe to our show on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this. Jaipur Bites is a Launchora production. Producers of Story Talking with Laksh, The Visionary Podcast, Jazz India Circuit Podcast, Poetry Darbar, and most recently, Play Me Life. All our shows are available on all major podcast apps. Once again, I'm your host, Laksh Datta, and thank you for listening. Thank you.